It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Men steal $3,396 worth of quarters from a Florida car wash. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. Okay, Kevin. Jay, I have to ask you a quick question. Yeah. Uh, you were a giving man. You were just giving away some prizes there during the commercial break. Yeah. You were a busy guy getting phone numbers and information, and you were having a little trouble in that last one trying to spell her last name, and you got it wrong, and you said, ah, I'm sorry, I'm not very smart. Right. Did she say to you, it's okay, you're a good time? Oh, I don't know. You know what, Kevin? I was so I busy trying. I thought that's trying. what she said. <laughs> she may have, but I may have just not really heard it because I was, you know, yeah, trying you to fix were my really mistake. Struggling yeah. with the the spelling. It, yeah, uh, it made me laugh. I thought, what a great line for someone to use. If someone says, "I'm not very smart," it's okay. You're a great. You're a good time. <laughs> you're a good time. Yeah, you're a good time. <laughs> you're a good time. Hey. I'm not that smart, but I'm a good time. That's funny. Put that on a shirt. Yeah, I will take that. Uh, Actually, put that on the poll. Is it a compliment if someone says, you're not very smart, but you're a good time? I don't know. It's hard to know if that's a compliment <laughs> or not. It kind of seems like Seems it. like, I mean, sort of. Yeah. Uh, we've all heard someone say, oh, man, I should go do this. It's my lucky day. Right. And it's usually for something stupid, right, where you sure. just. But this woman really owned that theory. She was at a casino, and she won a jackpot. Okay. She had already won a lot of money that day and then hit the jackpot for $11,000. So that's a wow. that's a pretty good day. Yeah. And she decided, well, it's my lucky day. She was at the gas station later that night and decided, you know what? I'm going to buy a scratch ticket because it's my lucky day. She bought the scratch ticket and won the top prize of $100,000. Whoa. She said, I was it also was wearing the same day. clothes from the casino visit because it was, you know, even though it was later in the day, I still had the same stuff on. Okay. And she said, this is now my lucky outfit. I'm going to start wearing you this think? anytime. I'm not going to overuse it, which I think is very responsible. She's only going to, I really need the luck today, so I'll break it out. But I don't want to yes. wear it out. Which I love that. Like if you have something that's lucky and you... If you start doing it too much, you're going to ruin it, right? Because at some point, it's not going to well, be lucky. you just wear off and the luck, just, yeah. Yeah, it's like, no, nah, nah, don't, don't push your luck. In fact, yesterday, there was a man who was giving out tips on how to be lucky, and that was one of his things, which was, you know, to be positive, but also okay. don't push your luck. If you keep trying to do too many of the things to get luck, you're, yeah. you're not going to end up being lucky. Like how like, many? That's very true. What's the total number of times you think you can wear a lucky outfit that it's still going to have luck in it? Like, let's say Slim wears the same T-shirt to play in the Hoop Fest Championship. How many years does that luck before it wears off, Slim? Until you lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay. it really okay, is. That's that, fair, because you never yeah, really yeah. know. And then you go, now it's not lucky anymore, this darn shirt. I always feel like three's probably around the time where it starts to wear off. Either that or you get older and you can't hit your jump shot. That, yeah. And I've never paid attention to when I've had a lucky day. Stop it, really? I, of what I was wearing. I don't think I've ever. Wow, that's actually smarter. Yeah, I don't think that's something I've ever. Now, I've 
been like, oh, I had this little routine, or I remember yeah. what time of night it was. There was, you know, there was a while where it was like every time at twelve fifteen a.m. I would win, and want, so I would just right. wait. There was times I would just sit around waiting until it was twelve fifteen, and then I would play a machine. And I'd be like, let's see if I win now. The kids, during when they were in sports and I was coaching, we would do the thing where it would be like, oh, we wore these on Saturday night to get to the championship on Sunday. Do the laundry, all those clothes together on Saturday night so we could all wear the exact same clothes. Okay. Like all, all the time. One of my favorite things as a, a competitor in basketball, and I would go bonkers about it, and I would never stop filling your ear. The second I found out... You had to do something for luck, so you had to do a routine. Yeah, I knew I was better than you. Yeah, the if second you, find you out, had to do something the same t- way every time, that was it. Yeah, I was like, you're going to need it. You have to do something lucky. You have to do something. You have yeah. to wear something lucky. You're going to need it because I don't need to wear anything lucky. You'd I'll come out here and beat it. you in jeans that were just washed. I don't <laughs> care if I'm in flip flops. I don't care about what I'm wearing. I'm about to beat you because you just had to do something lucky. Yeah, that's why you don't tell anybody. Game. You don't tell anybody about your lucky clothes. Well, you, you just would, wear them. You would see the person who would wear the same kind of thing, or, or do it was like super a, noticeable. Come out to the same same routine, like they oh, come out and do the warm ups the same way and do right. like weird handshakes. And I was like, "That's it. You're done. Yeah, you are. You are a weakling, weak mind. Looks like your handshake's you not going to win. You need luck and all that to get through this, man. I could come out here with my eyes closed and beat you, bud." <laughs> Story it. Number oh. Two. Oh. it was my favorite. It was my favorite. The second I saw someone do something, it was my favorite. Beat you, bud. One more quick thing about that. I sent you a video of it yesterday. <laughs> I, so I wanted to make fun of that kid so bad, but I think you know him. I was like, dude, you've got a free throw routine. You're done. The second you did a free throw routine, I now, was in your ear that's from the jump. Don't most people have at least something where it's you dribble the same way, but it's not people noticeable, right? People who need it. Okay. Jeff Hornacek. Jeff Hornacek, famous Utah Jazz, John Stockton's teammate. Now, his was to his family, so it would have been a little tougher to make fun of. Right. But I would have been there the second he did it the second time. Like, man, you better keep doing that. You're going to need it. That is, I I always had like the same, you know, one, two, three dribbles, spin the ball, and then shoot every single time. And I think it's just you get in that ritual, your routine, whatever, with free throws. That at State B's yesterday – uh, one of the kids from Davenport, Cash Colbert, he reached down and he touches his shoe. And I thought it was just a fluke thing because I was like, what was that? That was weird. He touched the tip of his right shoe and then came up and shot and made it. And I was like, that obviously wasn't a... You thought maybe he had an itch on his toe? Yeah, or just something sure. weird. Yeah, like he dropped... Did he drop something? When, how, what would it, he have with him? And then he... I, it was super unique. Kev, I'd never seen anyone do that before. What he's it, doing, I'd never seen anyone do. Every... Single time he gets wow. to the free throw line, he reaches down with his right hand, touches his right foot, and then stands up and shoots the free throw. So, Slim, do you think a routine is the same as something that someone needs for luck or no? Man, I, I don't think so, but I would have gone. I mean, still, if I still played against him. Yeah, I mean, if I played against him, that's yeah, where I would I would have lived there. <laughs> right, him. yeah. I can because the talk? second he misses a shot in the game... That's it. Yeah. Dude, if you only could have touched the ground before you shot that. <laughs> Do you need me to let you touch the ground next time before you shoot that, before you break another three-pointer? As soon as he catches the, the ball, you're like, you better touch your you shoe. Better, hey, touch your shoe. Give, I'll give you a second. I'll back off for one second so you can touch your shoe in front of everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you want everyone to watch you touch your shoe, make a big deal, make, be the spotlight, be a spectacle? Go ahead, touch it real quick, and then try to score. I did ask him what happened. I'm like, why? Where did that come from? And I thought maybe it had some cool meaning or something, and he was like, nope. Eighth grade, we were all trying to, you know, they wanted us to get a routine for free throws, and I 
I did that one time and made it, and then I just started using it, and now it's stuck. Here it is, senior year, and I'm still doing the dumb thing. I loved guys who did routines at the free throw line, though, because I feel like that is drawing a lot of attention to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I would just, oh, I would just, every time they missed during a game, I'd be like, oh, it's a bummer that you're not at the free throw line, so you can't get all the attention. It's it's weird that you ever you, got in fights in basketball. I don't know but how it worked, he ever but it did. worked. It yeah. works. Once you're in someone's head in sports, yeah. for the most part, they're going to go they're going to get 8 points as opposed to the 30 they just dropped on the team before you. Right. It's a, yeah. the mental game in it is real. It's huge, yeah. It's more that it's, than physical. It's not like the night it's obviously not the nicest thing in the world, but I'm also not playing no. basketball to come out and be like, that's the nicest guy in the world. I'll be the nice guy <laughs> to you after the game's done. We yeah. can chat, yeah. we can go sure, of course. dinner, whatever. Like I yeah. love that part. I'll be your friend. But when the game is going, I'm not out there to be like, Hey bud, let's be best friends. Yeah, you'll take any advantage you get. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out there to win. I'm out there to finish with the higher score at the end of the game. Yes, that's winning. Did people ever get in your head? Oh, all the time, okay. all the time. So it does. It can oh. go both ways. What was Absolutely. it? What was it that got in your head? I'm just asking for a friend. What was it that got in your head the most? I mean, just if it was good trash talk. If they oh. could find the thing uh. that I was doing that was bothering me, like if something's not working, I'm not shooting well from some spot, or you know, the something's I'm just, the dribbling is struggling. And the second they pointed out, I was like, Doggone. "Gosh, dang it! This is about to be a long day for me." It's, it is fun. It's so fun. It's like the one of the best parts of sports. It's not fun when you get someone who can't handle it, and they just are they are they think that the entire world is ending because you're having yes. conversation inside right. sports. That stunk. Yeah. But like the people who get it, and it's like, oh yeah, you talk trash it's during sports. Yeah. I man, I I love that so stinking much. I think the most subtle trash talking that I've heard recently is when someone's as they're getting ready to shoot, and then the guy who's defending goes, "That's fine." Like you just because you know he's not going to make it, so you just give him that You'll shot, let him shoot. and you just go, "That's fine," and you take one step back, and then it doesn't go in, and then you just say, "I told you that was fine," and that one is so like mild compared to a lot of them, but man, that makes people mad. That's fine. Don't That's worry fine. about it. That no, nope. told you it was fine. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Have you ever just taken a spoonful of ketchup? Kevin James. Uh, no. I mean, I've licked it out of a packet. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Man, we could tell it's the end of the week. My brain must not be working that great. I turned around to grab a drink of water. Yeah. And I saw a coffee cup that Slim brought in. And it has the mixture of the Coke and the root yes. beer to see yes. if it tasted like Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, I poured myself a cup of coffee? <laughs> what the heck? Did you uh, drink it again? No, I literally grabbed for it, and then I went, oh, wait a minute. That's actually okay. not coffee. Well, at least you didn't drink it thinking it was coffee and then do the <laughs> right. spit all over the equipment. Like, what is wrong with my coffee? Way to pay attention. Why is it so cold? Man, and bubbly. It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Gonna find out if we can help at all. And we're gonna see if you can help with your calls. It's gonna be fun and it's gonna be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter. Don't you know? And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show. It is a follow-up Friday. Samantha sent us this towards the beginning of February and said, you know, she had been dating her boyfriend for like a year. He gave her $3,000 to help buy a car. He said, don't worry about it. Don't pay me back. But she, you know, while they were dating, made a few $200 payments. 
Because she said, I just kind of wanted to pay him back. It just felt right to me. Then she found out he had cheated on her. They ended up breaking up. And then after they break up, what does he do? He chimes in and says, hey, Samantha, I'd like that money back. Mm-hmm. So she was trying to figure out what does she do? Does she pay him back? Does she just say, forget you? You said you didn't need the money. What does she do? Well, we just got an email from her two days ago. And I was very surprised to see this. She said, I had had to send you guys a message to let you know what happened with my situation. I'm the one that had the money that got loaned to me, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I was still battling with what to do as far as paying him back. And then out of nowhere, this week at work, I got an envelope dropped off at the front desk. It had a note inside that said, I've been cheated on, and I know that having any ongoing connection with the person isn't healthy. I hope this helps you move on quickly. Signed, been there. And the envelope had two thousand. B-E-N was his first name, and T-H-E-R-E was his last name? I thought that would have been a very creative way to do it, but Mm -hmm. no, it it just went with plain old been there. Okay. The envelope had $2,000 cash. Good night. I'm absolutely blown away. I have no clue where it came from. I've asked coworkers, and I thought maybe they were involved, and they all swear up and down that they did not do it. So she just kept the 2000 and didn't pay him back. Not sure if one of your listeners or how anyone would even figure out where I worked, but I just wanted to say thank you. Whoever it was, thank you. I paid him off this week, and I already feel like a huge weight is lifted. Wow. Okay. What percentage of people would have just kept that? Well, because maybe in her mind she had already decided, you know what, you because a lot of people said don't pay him back. He, right. No, no he yeah. doesn't deserve it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he doesn't. So you're right, Jay. You're just thinking, well, I don't have to pay him back. That's different kind of that's guilt. That's bad karma, yeah, though, that's, if you keep that two grand. Yeah, I mean, you might have a bad feeling with not paying him back or whatever the case may You might have a little guilt there, but if then someone you have, gives you money to pay somebody back and then you don't pay that person back, it's a different level of guilt there. Yeah. Good luck. I gave you money to get you out of this situation, and then you chose to just go buy something else. Yeah, that would not be... At some point, you'd feel pretty guilty about that one. So there you go. I don't know. If one of our listeners... I don't know how you would figure that out. She gave her name Samantha. Maybe you... I don't. No clue, but either way, awesome ending that she ended up with 2000 bucks and was able to go... Pay him off. I would start Get rid of him. looking through. I don't know if I'd really pursue it. I'd probably just take it and be like, thank you, and be done. I was trying to figure out if I would actually try to find out who gave it to me. Are you trying yeah, to I find think, out who gave it to you? Or I you think just- for a while I would try. But if, it's, if I'm running into dead ends, I guess you just go, okay, it was a blessing. I, I don't know who did this. It might drive me crazy for a while, but I'm just going to move on and accept it and not let it just feel fortunate, I guess. She owed him two grand? Uh, she it was three grand originally, and she made a couple $200 oh, okay. payments. So, so okay. she may have been a few hundred dollars short or maybe had to come up with a few on her own. So I do question the person who gave her the money. How come you didn't do the full amount? <laughs> okay. I don't think that's <laughs> what. That cool? Kevin and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. You taped the envelope. Jay, Kevin, and Slim will be back in 60 seconds. Tumor necrosis factor blockers did not work well or could not be tolerated. Zelljans can help relieve joint pain, swelling, and help stop further joint damage. Zelljans can lower your ability to fight infections. Don't start if you have one. Before and during treatment, your doctor should check for infections like TB and do blood tests. Serious, sometimes fatal infections, cancers including lymphoma and lung. 
blood clots, serious heart-related events, tears in the stomach or intestines, and allergic reactions have happened. People 50 and older with heart disease risk factors have an increased risk of death. Tell your doctor if you've had hepatitis B or C, have flu-like symptoms, are prone to infections, or have ever had a heart attack, stroke, clot, or other heart problems, or swelling of lips, tongue, throat, or hives. Ask your doctor about prescription Zeljans. Visit Zeljans.com or call 1-844-ZELJANS. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Come visit your neighbors. We're waiting for you. Your neighbors in Spokane. Kevin James. Spokane. You love it here. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Well, Morgan Wallen dropped his uh, album last night, and it was at 9 o'clock our time. And there's 36 songs. 36 songs. One hour and 52 minutes is all. Yeah, it's a commitment of two hours to go through it. And how much of it did you get through? Kevin, how much of the album did you get through? I kept trying this morning. I'm like, I'm going to get through this thing. I'm going to do it. And I thought I was doing really good. Mm Mm-hmm. And I looked down and I thought, okay, I've got to be getting close. Where am I at? I was on track 21. Yeah. And I thought, okay, that's impressive that I've made it through 21. I'm not even close to being done. I have to just give up and go to work. It's unreal trying to listen to 36 songs. It is a lot. It was a lot. Did you make it through the whole thing? I'm almost through my third listen. Yeah, that's impressive. So I've, I've almost listened to it three times. I've listened to one song in particular probably 30 times. Now yeah, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say first of all, great effort on your part. I wanted to listen to it right at nine o'clock straight through and give every song a knee jerk reaction yes. one to ten. I love that. And I wanted to listen to the songs we already had heard. Yep. The songs we hadn't heard. I just wanted to listen to it straight through, and I did a knee jerk reaction every song on a one to ten. And I'll then, say. Then I went through and listened again with the opportunity to like rewind a song sure. or fast forward a song I'd heard a bunch, and then the third time through, man, there's one song on there that I I can't stop listening to so it's like i would listen to a song then go back to a song then listen to it then go back to that song that's great and so i i've listened i've listened to probably six hours of it also that's um, very impressive impressive i love morgan wall i mean morgan wall is my favorite by a mile impressive but i'm also sorry for your schedule last night it was a rough he released it on a good night yeah the good news was my first listen through of the album was completely so, like, there was no, no distractions in my house. Oh, no one was awesome. awake yet to cause any kind of listening distractions. That's important because the first time I listened through, there was my son was there yeah. and my wife was there, and, we, and there was a lot of stuff going on. And it's not as fun to consume something like that when you're in a group. Right. It's great because you'll say, "Oh, did you hear that line or whatever?" So it's fun for the conversation. But but by yourself is literally the only way to truly consume it and have it affect you. How many did you get through, Jay? Did you get through the whole? I got through all of them, oh, wow. like one and a half, maybe. So the last night probably got through about fifteen. Plus, of course, like the five we already knew, five or whatever, six that right. we already knew. So probably fifteen with my family, and then listened to the whole thing this morning again, and was just shaking my head like, "Well, that that song could be a smash. That one would be a hit. That one be huge. That's a number one." Uh, yeah, I didn't remember until about ten fifteen last night. Slim, I think you had posted something about it. And I yeah, just right. happened to, as I laid down, I was like looking at social media and I saw your post and I thought, oh, dang it. Why didn't I, oh, I need yeah. to listen to the Morgan? Well, then I started it at like, you know, 1020 and I'm like, this is a bad decision. This, uh, this is going to keep me up way too late. So I 
pulled the plug on it and then tried to listen more this morning. So, <laughs> so here's what I did. At 7.20, I started Dangerous. So I did one last playthrough oh, wow. of Dangerous. Yep. So I listened to Dangerous, double album. Then and, you're in it, man. And then you're I went right into, it was like 8.55 when that finished. And so I went right into one thing at a time. And how would you compare? I like the new one. I like the new album better. I like the new album better, but also that's probably because I've listened to Dangerous, the double album, way too many sure. times. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure. a little, it's just, I've heard those songs so much. It was nice to hear new ones. Yeah. I had, I think, one, two, three, four, five, six, like seven songs I gave tens to. On the new 36. album? Mm -hmm. I, I'm really curious because I love Morgan Wallen, so I really love the songs. I really love them. But a couple of my buddies, we we had a nice, we had a couple of different group threads listening at the same time, everyone rating at the same time. Okay. So everyone's throwing up the either Ooh. out of five stars or one to tens, and so it's just yeah. chaos. Um, <laughs> it was just absolute That's chaos. Kind of great it, though. I had my phone plugged in because it was like I'm trying to listen to the songs and my phone. It was wild. That's well, awesome. when but, somebody gives a song a five or a ten or whatever, yeah. song, you know, when they get the top. It does make you want to go back and listen to it, right? And go, oh, Ooh, did, maybe I missed something on that one. But Kev, the the people who didn't don't like Morgan coming in, they, it was five out of ten, two stars, one star. Right. Oh wow! On songs that I was giving tens to. That's funny. And then the people who liked Morgan going in, they were of course rating all the songs very high. Sure. So I'm really excited to see as this album ages, how that will go. And it's really weird with 36 songs. Which is a ton. Maybe yeah. you know, I don't. I don't know that it's too many. I, I'm so thankful there's 36 new Morgan Wallen songs. But with like a 12 track album, you could really get sick of some songs. Yeah, for sure. I, it, there might be songs if you didn't like them the first time through. There's no reason in the world for you to ever listen to them again. Right. Where, where on a on a, a small album, you are forced to listen to them again because there's just not so a lot true. of songs. So you're trying to listen to all of them. And maybe they grow on you. There's going to be songs lost on this album that people don't oh. like and they'll just never, ever listen to again because there's no reason. Yep. For sure. Yeah. I, I even did that with the Dangerous album. Even though I liked all of it, but when I would listen and I knew I didn't have that much time, there'd always be ones that I'd skip. There were, you know, maybe I'd listen to of 20 course. Yeah. pretty religiously. Yep. Yep. Where you just go. And I think that's what will happen with this album. One thing I found interesting on the album, he does have a couple duets or... Are they duets? I guess they are. It just sounds weird to call a Morgan Wallen song a duet. But that's what they are. He has Hardy on Collaborations. One. Collaborations. Thank you, yeah. son. That sounds cooler. Uh, he has one with Hardy. He has one with this guy named Eric Church. And then he has one with Ernest. Mm -hmm. One thing I found interesting was there's a lot more songs in this album that Morgan didn't write. Yeah. I just think he's at that point where... All these great songwriters are giving him songs because why Kev, would you not want that? You might not have been here the day we played. Would you were you here the day we played the Morgan? Clip? No, because it was no. Monday. Yeah. He said he he re he received twenty songs. He'd wake up to twenty songs a day. It makes so much sense. It's the thing that happened to Garth Brooks, like in his career when he was so huge. Every single songwriter gave Garth their songs. Well, yeah, said, dude, that's I mean, yeah. you know, these. for a lot of so, reasons. Garth recorded one of my songs. Morgan recorded yeah. one of my songs, and I also made a lot of money. It just works out for them. So it was interesting. But the Eric Church song, for example, I think is there's one, thirty writers, by the way. Okay, yeah, there's a lot of names on there, and you just go, the Eric Church song was not written by Morgan or Eric, and I thought, well, that's kind of weird, and that's cool. Same with the Hardy song, not written by either one of them, but both I thought were really cool songs. Rick, what do you think? Hey guys, so yeah, the Eric Church song, I would I would have put money to, on that that one of those two wrote that song. I'm it's with it. you. 
it, it's a perfect song. But there was one song I I haven't had a chance to listen to the whole album yet. But that that devil devil don't know song. There's one line in that song that actually I had to keep replaying it because I wanted to make sure I understood what he was saying. But it was a um, something about drowning the demons. I'll be damned if they don't swim. I heard that. That was a great oh, line. Yeah. yeah, that was a. I, he has a That's lot of good. those in a lot of different songs where you're just like, oh, okay. I would just shake my head and laugh. Like, well written. Yeah, it was. I, I, I'm going to listen to the rest of the day, but I'm happy with what I've got so far. And that that's a Travis Denning song, guy who has had some success oh, yeah. with a couple songs on, on the radio, and he's you know a great writer, and he he was the writer for that Devil Don't Know. Is there a Knee Jerk Boys song you listen to? Maybe one of the ones we haven't heard yet that hadn't been released yet that you that you really found yourself tapping your toes to. Rick, did you have one that was like just just in a first listen that you haven't even gotten through all of them that you were like, oh, that might be my favorite. Well, it, the first one, the the the, the born with a the, beer in my hand. Like, yeah, that's me. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's a good me. one. That's Thanks. about him trying. Like, that's about that's him. A, his journey with sobriety. Right. Yeah. But he was born with a beer in his hand. Like, you can't take that like, part what out do you of expect? him. Thanks, yeah. Rick. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. I, that's a great song. What was your Slimmy, do you think? I've probably listened to Neon Star a hundred times. That's so good. Oh, that's a good sound. I think oh, I've listened to Neon gosh. Star a hundred times. I think I thought. The, some of the ones that we already had, I like loved, like You Proof, I loved. Last night that was out a couple months ago, I loved. Mm-hmm. The Tennessee fan, I've loved. But I think this Neon Star will be my favorite song on the album, one of my favorite Morgan songs of all time. Neon Star. Neon Star, what I say? You said Tennessee Star because you, you were thinking yes. of Tennessee, Tennessee Numbers. Fan, Tennessee Numbers. He's got a lot of Tennessee on there. That Tennessee Numbers song is a great song, really too. really good song. Because that's the one in about. The 36 songs, is there a love song? Uh, I, I don't think he can do it. <laughs> I just don't. I heard an interview yesterday where I said, you ever write a love song? He said, yeah, but I gave it away. Okay. When am I? Because I was thinking, oh, with 36 songs, there has to be something that's Yeah, single than she was. Well, I don't know. That's sort of. Song. That's him stealing <laughs> a girl from a guy who's in a relationship. Yeah, because he's in love with her. But she's not going to date him. She's just, she's, she's more, now she, she's more single than she was. Right. Which is he's a, not, they're okay. not going to break up. They don't have any plans of breaking up, no, but now she's a little, she's more, single a little more single yeah. than, she was. than she was. The, the money on me song is like, his that's love a great song, song where too. he says all the things like, if you want this and this and this and this, I won't give you any of that. If I, I'm not a betting man, but if I was, I wouldn't put my money on me. It's such a good song. <laughs> it's so good. But you still want to date him. Right. So that's his message to the girl. Like, I know you still want to yeah. date me. Yeah, because I'm not going to provide you with stability, money, a house. I don't have the dog that runs up when I get home. Right. I, I, if I was a betting man, I would not put my money on. Me. Kevin, if you're looking for a sure bet, a smooth ride, dogs that come and meet you at the door every night, kind of right man at the right time, change your last name while the church bells chime, a soft place to land, arms you can trust. I ain't a betting man, but baby, if I honestly wouldn't put my money on me, and that's it's so, so great. Yeah. That, yeah. He is the master of those kind of songs. I told I told my wife, I'm there's gonna be a part that Neon Star has a part in it. I'll play it for you here in a second, where he says, Hey baby. And it the way he says it makes me want I like it's all I'm gonna it's the only way I'm gonna say hey baby moving forward <laughs> to you guys too. So I just okay. want you to, to know So we're that. ready for, for it. it. Okay. Yeah, I just don't want you to know that going in. Here we go. I, I could listen to him say that. I could listen to him say that part over and over and over and over. 
His voice is really cool. Yeah, His voice is also really, yes. really good. His slow songs where he decides to really sing, it's man, he's, he's got a special voice. Yeah. No, it's good. It's a whole album's great. There's uh I, I mean, would, there's gonna be plenty to choose from, let's put it that way. The only thing that was weird for me was after listening to the twenty one songs that I got through and I was like, Oh, there's gonna be something in my head, right? Like what which one? And I'm like, that's gonna be the Stupid last night. I can't stop singing it. That song yeah, is just song. unbelievable. Is it because you like bad words? Because I feel so like that. Song. I do like bad words. Jay. Yep. The big country. I have an old school country music question that has been eating away at me for the last now 10 hours. I can't believe I didn't start the show with it. I have to ask you to a question next. Jay and Kevin Joe. Jay Daniels. Didn't ha- he just doesn't have enough songs, I feel like. Kevin James. I had the song, almost uh, digging it, friggin' it with a frog in a... I'm sorry? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Don't forget, if you missed part of the show, you can get our podcast for free and listen whenever you want. Right, what's your question, my friend? Okay, so I was getting ready. This is right before 9 o'clock, getting ready to listen to the, the new Morgan Wallen album, One Thing at a Time. And so I'm looking at the track listing. Mm-hmm. And one of the tracks was named something, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that is a hockey player. He has a song about a hockey player. And as I'm listening through the album, one of my favorite songs in the album the first time through is Whiskey Friends. And yeah. This is the chorus of it. And he said a name in there, and I realized, oh, that's not a hockey player he's going to sing about later. the moment I go, okay, hang on, play Uh-oh. a little Whitley. This Keith Whitley guy is not a hockey player because <laughs> he has a song called Keith Whitley. Right. Whitley. Stop it. I, oh, guys, oh I did not God. know. That song's probably lost to... on YouTube because it's all Keith Whitley's song titles yeah. mixed in. Kevin, that is what I wondered. So I'm yeah. sitting there listening to this. I'm like, dang it. I got a text from a couple guys who are a credible source, and, and they were all like, Keith Whitley is an, a 10 out of 10, five star. Everyone was blowing this song up, and I listened to it, and I was like, You do I gave it a, I was like, I gave it a seven. <laughs> and and they were know. like, What? And I go, Well, I thought it was about a hockey player. And then I realized that was Ray Whitney, who yeah. I was thinking of. No. And so I was like, I thought it was about a hockey player. And so I was just listening to it, like, Who the heck is, what are they doing? <laughs> Why is this important that I, he's singing a song about a hockey player? So I Google image search Keith Whitley and realized real quickly not that's him. not a hockey player. No, yeah. it's not. So yeah. I didn't know that song didn't work for me because I didn't know. So, boys, educate me. You do know one of his songs. I promise you that. Pro- I, I, Kev, I it's figured I did. When You Say Nothing at All. You Man. ever heard of it? I, I would have, I would have to hear me. it. Oh, wow. Okay, well, let me just grab it real quick. Is he, he's an 80s guy, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
He unfortunately died way too soon. So that song also <laughs> slim redone by Alison Krauss. You might know that one. You, she does the version on her by herself, and then she does one with Keith Whitley. What I hear when you don't see a thing. The smile on your face lets me know that you need me. Yeah, right? played this for me before. Yeah, it's a great song. I mean, it's legendary. So, and you probably, you have to know, don't close your eyes. I, see, I'm assuming I do. This is what, this is what I was excited Okay. Even now in my I mean, he'll rip your heart out with his voice. You still won't hear my so would he be considered mainly like a love song singer, country music? This well, this one's not really a love song. I mean, okay, kind of okay. is. They're, just slow, they're slower. They, they sound emotional. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He his, just had that voice. They yeah. would say that they would describe his voice as he was a kind of guy who had a cry in his voice. A and cry. That's, Thank you, Jay. That was the term I was looking for. I almost said a whine, and I'm like, that's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he okay. Th- yeah, thank why? you, boys. Yeah, I just needed to be educated on Keith Whitley because I want to love the references on the Morgan Wallen album, and those were two that I did not know. Well, you're no stranger to the rain, so am I. No, that's what a song. Great song. I mean, uh, Jay, am I allowed <laughs> to tell a Keith Whitley story? I was please. L- <sighs> yes, it's so old. It's so fine. Statue of limitations. Okay. Oh yeah, for sure. Our old boss. We had a, an old boss. Not our boss Ray. Not any of the bosses that anybody. Who even knows this show? Right, knows. No, he was our very first boss. <laughs> okay, and he was also the first guy that fired us. I think. To his credit, he was very connected in the country music world. There's no doubt about that. Right. He, he knew a lot of people. Yeah, and he would tell you that he knew them. He did, quite frequently. He did tell you that a lot. Yes, and he was actually pretty good. Remember friends. the time he threw his back out because he dropped a name, he then he tried to pick so it up. Many names. Yeah. Uh, he Back to you. knew Keith Whitley and was friends with Keith. Whitley. Now we don't know that for sure, but he Ish. he told us he, that he he, us he that, was right. familiar with Keith, and Whitley. it was semi believable yeah. because he did know a lot of people in the business. But he one time said to us, "We were playing a Lori Morgan, which Lori Morgan, uh, Slim. I think you are a little bit familiar with her. She just came up not that long ago. What the yeah, heck? Yeah, she was touring." Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And you were like, wow, she is beautiful. She really is. She's, And she yep. was a great singer in the 90s. She dated Keith Whitley for a while, okay. along with everybody I else. I mean, married. Were they married? Okay, yeah, they were married. married. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. She's been through a few of them. And yes. Keith Whitley, I believe, died while they were In 1989, married. yeah. And that was they were married in 86, Kevin, and they were had been married for three years, and he died in 89 of a... Of, an alcohol overdose. Yes. And our boss used to always say, well, Lori Morgan, I can't stand her. And we're like, why? She killed my friend. She killed my friend. <laughs> no, no, no. She killed no, my no, friend. No, no. I don't, I don't, can't stand her music. I don't like uh, I don't like playing her songs. Why? She killed my friend. We're like, no. No, that's not. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah, so I. And he would say it all the time. All the time. All the time. I should killed my friend. And we're like, gosh, that first of all, stop saying that. Now, sadly, I don't know enough about the story. There, yeah, I don't think anybody does. Nobody lived in their house. And I don't think anybody can, even if you do drink too much and you die because you weren't in a good relationship, that's not the other person's fault. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, I Let, see what let's you're just saying. Be yeah, fair. yeah, yeah. Let's be totally clear that up. Yeah, yeah. Take some ownership. But anyways, it was just like. Yeah, but he was his friend. That so. is always, sadly, what I think of when I hear Keith Whitley. And it Gosh. makes me so mad that that's what I think he of. He ruined it for you. He did. He ruined it for me because as soon as I hear Keith Whitley, you first he- thing he goes, killed my friend. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> I hate that. That's so brutal, Kev. It's terrible. Also. Kevin, thank you for saying this. I'm now looking at the lyrics to Morgan Wallen's song, Keith Whitley. Yeah. And looking at the 